Let's wrap this up by having you talk to someone who's listening today. And that individual may, A, be struggling right now with should I have this child or not. Mm-hmm. B, having had an abortion, where do I go from here? And C, the third area, how do I deal with the drive that is so strong and this man or this woman who says they love me and it's only a matter of weeks before we're going to be married. Let's enjoy each other now. Mm -hmm. So we're going to deal with the one who is facing Mm -hmm. the decision, one who has gone past it and is now in the throes of it after the fact. And then the individual who needs to strengthen that resolve. Let's take them one at a time. What do you say to the person wrestling with whether or not to get the abortion? Well, I would say to that person, you know, right now is the time to really get some support and talk to someone that they can trust. Mm-hmm. Whether that is, you know, I, I actually used to volunteer for a crisis pregnancy center. That is one of the best places to go at, at that time because these people are, are very familiar with this. And most of the time, you know, I know when I was there, the people who had the most impact were the ones who had had abortions. So they knew the outcome. Mm -hmm. They had the aftermath already that they had dealt with. Spoke from experience. Yes. They had more, way more impact than I had had, you know, on those, those people that came in and they were listened to. So I think that is like, and they, we really tried to use those people more on counseling, you know, and then even the ones that didn't because they did have that kind of an impact. So find someone to talk to. Yes. Yes. Who's confidential, who's reliable. Mm Mm-hmm. That you trust, you know, well, and of course they may not know the person walking in to an organization like that, but sure. they can know that that's what that place is for, yes. you know, it's and they're going to sit there and, and they're going to be accepted and yes. they're going to be loved and yeah. they're going to be embraced, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so I, and I don't know really of any out there that, that aren't, I'm sure there probably are a few, but probably for the most part, I would say that's what those places are really about. And that is the heart of them. Now, I'll go one step further and we'll go to the next one. Uh, do you ever advise that individual to tell their parents, someone who wouldn't know, but they're still living at home, would you want them to be brought into that circle? And if so, when? Or if not, why? Yes, yes. You, you know, think the parents should Yes, know. I do. Okay. I think, you know, I think there's such fear of what are the parents going to say? What are they going to do? Are yeah. they going to help me? Are they going to I mean, are they going to be mad at me? Are they going to scream? Or are they going to say you need to get me? an abortion? They may say that. Right. But, you know, and in that case, you know, if, if that's you know, been kind of the theme of their family, I might not then want them to come in on the situation, right? So, but at the same time, I have had it where that has been a case where I've said, you know what, let's talk to your parents. Let's bring them in here. Are you there when that happens? Most of the time, most of the time, because I want them to say it. So I'm able to, when you're talking about mentoring, I'm able to mentor that person on here. I'm here, but this is important for you to speak and to use your voice. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so it also, you know, with someone there, third party, usually the emotions don't get quite as high (laughs) as they might at home alone. And so what's, what's so interesting is that most of the time they're embraced with love and acceptance 
more than what I would say with the other part of that. Don't you feel great when that happens? Yes, I do. I'm, I'm such a, yes. I, I love great stories that end well. Yes. And don't you love it when they end saying, yes. we're so glad you told us. Right. We'll be with you through this. Right. We've had unwed mothers live in our home. Mm. And we've had both situations where the father doesn't want to ever see her again, throws her out if he could. And the other one said, we just don't know what to do, but we think you're a safe place and yeah. whatever. And it's interesting to see the different parental reactions. But those girls had their babies. Right. Yeah. Right. Now, we've got someone who has gone through it. Mm -hmm. And she stumbles into your office, struggling with all the things you describe. How do you help her back on her feet so that she can look in the mirror and uh, at least begin to like the person again that she sees? Well... That's the process, you know, that, that's difficult. That's the process that we have to walk through. And what they have to realize is they've been walking around it all these years. So instead of walking through what happened, they've been walking around it. And so it's the process of letting them know, you know what, this is probably going to feel worse before it feels better. But we're going to be, I'm going to be by your side, step by step, in the pieces, at your pace, where you need to go. And also, you know, there's also the support groups. There are grief workshops. There's abortion, you know, recovery workshops. I find the healing in group is extraordinary. We have it in our church. Yes, yeah. yeah. And it's just that you know that you're not alone. Right. I'm not the only one struggling with these right. feelings because they have isolated themselves so much and they've yeah. hidden it so yeah. deeply that they do feel that way. The Even, secret makes it worse. Absolutely. So they get it out. Yes, and that whole saying, you know, you're as sick as your secrets is very true. Uh, yeah. I, I've often said to those folks, you are among the people I admire the most. Yes, you me too. Come out of the closet, you've said it, and now you're working through right. it. They, they all responded that beautifully. Yeah. Freedom that's there with that. Now the resolve. This is the tough one. A person may or may not be sexually active. Yeah. Uh, the individual may not have been trained right. to be strong. Perhaps their very parents had to get married, mm -hmm. as we often say. Mm -hmm. Or they chose to get married under that duress. Mm -hmm. So they don't have great models. And now... Uh, you've built up a relationship with them. What do you say to them? You know, I think this, for the Christian, of course, we're, we're yes. really speaking to because leaning on the word, leaning on the fact that this is not a gray area. Mm. This is truth. Yeah. So living in the truth. Also, don't be led by your feelings. Mm. Feelings come up. But, you know, there's the thought that happens before the feeling, which most people don't realize. Yeah. And it produces a feeling within, you know, a mm. nanosecond, right. Right? right? So we think it's the feeling. And things can feel so good for a time. But, you know, as we know, it ends a lot of times in destruction as far as sin is concerned. Yeah. And so to really rely on those values, if this is mm. important, and to, I even actually will suggest, go out and buy a lantern. Keep it handy. Do a visual so you could say, am I putting down my lantern? And also to let them understand when we lead our lives with our feelings, mm -hmm. we're typically just rampant. We're in chaos. Mm -hmm. Feelings cannot lead our life. Actions, behaviors, yeah. rational thoughts mm -hmm. need to lead our lives. Obedience. So good. So good, Shirley.